right, Bill Nye. Yesterday we found out that uh, it is possible to OD over Halloween candy. AJ McCall at VFX. It's about, I think, 13-ish grams of sugar per pound that you are. So basically, if you're 180 pounds, you'd have to eat five and a half pounds of sugar, which is like 262 pieces of fun-sized candy. And then McCall asks a very infamous question now. Can I, if I use iced coffee instead? So then the question became, do you really think that you consume five pounds of sugar via iced coffee within, let's say, an evening? Because I think that's always the threat, right? To eat all of that candy in one night. So then Bill and I was like, I got to go home. I got to experiment. I got to dissolve some sugar. I got to see. I got to look. I gotta... So out of sheer concern, and of course, uh, not wanting to get sued. <laughs> very, very fair. How was, uh, how, how did that go? What did you find out? What did you learn? Nothing. I didn't, I didn't try it. So I had, uh, I had zero iced coffees yesterday. That's probably a good thing since you were concerned that you could potentially OD off of it. I know. To maybe pump the brakes a little bit. But I thought about it. I mean, I thought about going and getting a nice coffee yesterday. It just didn't, uh, it just didn't happen. Willpower. <sighs> Something like that. Ran out of time more so than anything, but yeah. Because I was thinking about it and then I was like, oh, shoot, I got to be here instead. Nah, darn it. <laughs> so, uh, Call's also very infamous for saying that if she was by herself, then maybe, probably not, she wouldn't cook. Instead, she would have a sandwich. So when the list of go-to sandwiches come out, if someone decides that, nah, a sandwich is good enough for me, why don't you run them through the ringer and see which uh, pass and which don't? All right. When you've said multiple times, if you were left to your druthers, then you would just have a sandwich. I don't know that necessarily makes you an expert at sandwiches, AJ McCall at VFX, but I think it definitely gives you credence to commentary on the go-to sandwiches because if you're just simple enough in terms of your meal request, then why couldn't you comment on the go-to sandwiches of the country? Yeah. According to a poll, they uh, everyone put together a go-to sandwich. In fact, two-thirds of us have a go-to sandwich that uh, we regularly hit. Correct. And so Miss Peanut Butter and Jelly would judge that apparently number one in the United States is cheesesteaks. Oh, Okay. I thought the same thing you <laughs> did. Look, here's the thing. This is this is on me being dumb. Okay. Anytime I say I see cheese steak, because it's not like a super popular thing here. Right. I think cheesecake. And so I always get really confused when they're like, hey, look, enjoy our beef cheese steak. I'm like, gross. That's disgusting. Because I'm thinking it's a beef cheesecake and it's just not a good. I don't even know how you do. Well, I take disgusting. that back. That's what uh, that's what uh, Rachel made in Friends that one episode yes. of Thanksgiving where she had the two pages stuck together. Yes. Beef so, cheesecake. So, anyway, that's what I see. Is I see, I always read it as that. So I haven't. I don't know that I've ever even had beef cheese steak because I can't get past the fact that, I, whatever. Anyway, so that's weird though. But that's the number one. Option. Uh, yeah, well, the top five is not without controversy because number two is burger, which technically is a sandwich, but not what I was thinking not of a when sandwich. it said two, three of, two-thirds of us have a go-to sandwich. Well, yeah. I mean, if I have a go-to sandwich, I'm thinking like a turkey sandwich. I'm with you. Turkey sandwich is usually my go-to. I got my own that I make at home, and that's what I was thinking was go-to make-at-home sandwich. I'm, I'm not whipping out no cheesesteak to make... A cheesesteak sandwich. Uh, we're on the same page because it's followed by pulled pork. Mm, okay. Yeah, good. Italian sub. Cool. Yeah. And Reuben. Cool. Like, Dude, again. Those fit all the creeds. I'm not making any of those. None <laughs> of those would actually like be in my top five. I mean, burger, sure. But like for me, I'm going with like a turkey bacon ranch sandwich, a turkey avocado sandwich, turkey and cheese with like a, like a, mayo mustard mix I'm, grilled sandwich that's I'm, my go-to i'm with you apparently our sandwich game pathetic like that's those are the top five for americans in our sandwich game pathetic well i thought i was doing a pretty good job by putting a little bit of garlic and oregano on the outside of my sandwich before i grilled it nope you darn it five years behind still apparently get, it'll never be good enough cheese, for society cheese steaks or burgers or rubens dumb <laughs> i don't think i'd like a reuben i feel like it looks like Boogers. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like the way it looks. I don't enjoy it.
<laughs> I wouldn't enjoy that sandwich. Home of the famous booger sandwich. <laughs> That's what it looks uh, like. Ahead of our ghost hunt this evening, let's find out for realsies. So we, we've we acknowledge, right? We've talked ad nauseum. We there's a Radio Ranch ghost. We strongly believe in it, but we, I don't know that we've ever told the full story. So we sat down yesterday and said, "Here's everything that was happened," and you tell us via the poll today, which we're going to check if you believe in the Radio Ranch ghost. We reference them a lot. We talk about it. We acknowledge it, and now we've gotten in an argument about it. But I don't know that we've ever told just all the evidence withstanding about the Radio Ranch ghost. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. So seems like a good idea to just lay it all out and then for the poll of the day decide if the AJ McCall family believes there's a Radio Ranch ghost as well since we've been defending their case for the better part of like two weeks now. Yeah. So um, I think really probably you should start McCall because I believe the first really encounter was when we were pranking uh, fellow radio station for April Fool's, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I don't know if that one was first or if our ginger ale situation was first. It's a little, little up in the air, but it was about the same time period, sure. within probably like two weeks of each other. So we were, we were pranking uh, somebody else for April Fool's Day, and had I had my phone set up to be able to film their reaction. Now we have these; they're not two-way mirrors; they're just like double-sided glass. There's two separate yeah. glass panels, and make them sound ish proof. Sound ish proof, yeah. So we have this phone set up to be able to record the reaction of somebody sitting down and turning on an air horn. Well, as I'm watching back, because I'd never got the reaction that I wanted from this video, it just like stopped, which was weird to me. So I went into my phone and I was watching the video and you can see in the reflection of the glass, this like shadow that walks from one side to like, not the other, but like three quarters of the way. And then my camera stops recording. And so you can see the reflection of almost somebody walking in, turning it off and walking out. But it's very clear they wouldn't be able to walk in front of the camera. They would have to walk behind the camera. And you would have caught the reflection of whatever it was. It was just a shadow, though. It's worth noting, too, that was like super early. So there are very few people it actually could have been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're talking 430 in the morning. Yeah, and then so the ginger ale other one is that that one is interesting because we have video recording of that one. But we were doing I I never had ginger ale before, so we were doing the taste test of it, and we were in the conference room, which is a big room, and and we close it off because it's part of the main hallway, right? We close all the doors so nobody can make any noise, nobody can come in, and we're recording it, and then we put the fake tree behind us because there's big glass windows there and trying to block out at least some of the background movement of people coming and going, and just. All of a sudden, the tree like shimmies. Yeah. It was like somebody had picked it up and dropped it the way that it had moved. There's no like fan above it because we looked around. There's no crosswind that would have caught it because of the way that the the vents and everything are in there. They're not not possible for it to move because of the air. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah, my and there's like other small things that are creepy but hard to point to as actual I don't know, evidence, quote unquote. But the only other one that I've, I I tell all the time when we did the back school tour, I think three years ago, um, you know, it's in August. It's warm out. Mm-hmm. was going out to get the uh, VFX uh, van and it's in the, the shed out back. It's not air conditioning. Anything, so it's hot out there. So I'm putting my stuff in the passenger seat and I'm walking around the back of the van to get in the driver's seat to go whatever high school we're going to. And as I do, I walk through this patch of just ice cold and freezing and it was two steps and then I was out of it and I was like that was so weird Mm -hmm. and I tried to walk back to find it like walk back see if it was there again for whatever scientific reason could be it was gone just walked through it once and it was freezing and it was not cold outside like it was hot in the shed it was a humid day and I'm like I don't know what I walked through but that was not uh it was not just all of a sudden a burst of AC that had come on no so the question is, this has come up, obviously, right in the month of October, and Ajay was subbing in, and I was telling him, what, and he's, he's seen, the funny thing is, he's seen the ginger ale video, and he still said, no, no, there's no. Well, so, it's just easier to deny. That's fair. Just want to point out, too, that Ajay is not coming tonight. He chickened out, mm. and Producer Butters chickened out. Ah. So the question was, we started, told all those stories all at once to let everybody decide, hey, do you think the Radio Ranch ghost is real or not? Good news is, the majority says yes. Oh. 
Slight majority. Nice. 56% of people said they think the Radio Ranch ghost is real. It's like barely. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. Slight majority are like, yeah. all right, maybe AJ and McCall aren't lying about this. Yeah. For the rest of you, what, what, you don't believe? Come on. That means, though, by the way, that the AJ McCall family, at least with the Radio Ranch ghost, believes more so than uh, national average. Because the national average of people that believe in ghosts, I believe, was 52%. It was a slight majority, I think. Yeah. So, believers, love it. Uh, how can you not believe in crazy and, and paranormal happenstance, though, when, when we get to do Florida Not Every Day and ridiculous things are done by humans? The Friday before Halloween playing Florida Not, what's the worst that could happen? There's a lot of dangerous things happening today. You know what's crazy is this might be the sanest day in Florida Not for like the next half week for sure. Maybe. AJ McCall at VFX, three headlines, please. Okay, so we got headline number one. Police helicopter pilot got a burglary alarm from his doorbell camera and hunted him down because, you know, he was in the air, so he could. I'm sure, like, it's an adrenaline rush one way or the other, but, I mean, can you talk about crapping your pants when you see that? Dude, could you even imagine? So there's story one. Then we got story number two. Criminal in a Ricky Bobby costume tried to flee on a bike with two flat tires. (laughs) I want to go fast. You can't yay, go fast. Yay, first, you're last. Yep. And then we got story number three. Some guy was <laughs> caught with a like an illegal knife in his pants, and his excuse Whoa. was, quote, I was making sandwiches earlier and put it down in my pants and forgot about it. So it actually was a knife. Yeah. Okay. It was like when you're like illegal knife time, it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is a family show. Mm-hmm. What makes a knife illegal? I don't know. There you go. I have so many questions. Three crazy stories. I didn't know they were illegal knives. I know that I am obviously the most country of anyone in the 60-mile radius that is Cash Valley, yeah, right? Yeah, uh-huh. obviously. AJ, AJ is. That's right. VFX. So it should be a huge surprise when I say I didn't know there was such a thing as an illegal knife. Because in all reality, like, knife, handle, stabby part. That's right. a knife, right? I mean, Shelby, be honest. I'm kidding, by the way. I don't need anybody to come down here to try and prove their country. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Thanks, though. I'm least qualified. But, Shelby, did you know there were such things as a legal knife? Yes. (laughs) Oh. Did you know there were such things as a legal knife? Yeah. I mean, like what? You can't have, like, butterfly knives or whatever? Like. Who would want a knife to kill a butterfly? No, that's not. No, they like. They're those ones that, like. Like, watch West Side Story. They got those little, like, oh, flippy... Right. Yeah, right. yeah. Because, heaven forbid, we break out in a song. Yeah. All right. Let, let's just get into the full story here. Maybe there's more context here so I can know from hence thereforth what is illegal and not illegal. Okay. So, we got story number one, which involves a police helicopter pilot who was up in the air on Sunday doing his job, you know, whatever. Surveilling. Surveilling. He ended up getting a notification from his home security camera that someone was trying to break into his truck. So he tracked him down from the air. Tada got arrested because they're airborne. Yeah, I, so <laughs> in that situation, not that I've ever stolen a vehicle before. Uh, no, AJ. But like, your heart beats in your ears, right? The adrenaline's pumping. And then you hear that. And I'd imagine like initially noises, every noise would set you off. But you hear that and you're like, oh, it's fine. And then all of a sudden it just is there and yeah. it's not leaving the house. Like, I don't think there's anything that would make me crap my pants more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. It doesn't sound pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. If you're a robber, being chased by a helicopter does not sound pleasant. No. So there's uh, there's story number one. Then we got story number two. A guy led cops on a high-speed chase on Tuesday and then broke into someone's house, stole a Ricky Bobby costume from the movie Talladega Nights. <laughs> they were just, you know, easily accessible. Go fast. Put it on and got arrested while trying to flee on a stolen bike with two flat tires. Look, if there's anything that the power of Ricky Bobby could do, it is that even on two flat tires, you got a chance to be first because you're not first, you're last. Right? This is, I don't, I just don't know. Here's his mug shot. Great. Okay. Did he get the mustache? No, no, he didn't. There's story two. And then we got story number three. Some guy got caught with an illegal knife in his pants, quote unquote. His excuse was, I was making sandwiches earlier and I put it in my pants and I forgot about it. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Big wow. Uh, Look. Blown away. I didn't know there were such things as legal knives. I do know pants, not a good place to put anything sharp. No. So, uh, anyway, I guess he has 217 previous convictions. Wow. Um, That is so many. Yeah. 
Well, there you go. I, I that's that's the only that's all I have of this story. That's it. <clears throat> he was just trying to find he was trying to find something new apparently. I guess. Since there you go. You find Jeez. Good luck. Three crazy yeah, stories. No kidding. All right, Shelby, what 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 are you thinking right now? Story 1, 2, or 3. Which one are you leaning in here so I can get behind your thought process? Oh, yeah, this is tough. Um these ones all made me laugh today. It was great. No. Um I'm thinking one. I'm going to have to go with one. I agree with that one. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, there's not very much to go off with three, right? Two is pretty good, to be honest. But typically, when it comes to Florida night, I think the Halloween crazies, we really don't get into that in about sometime, maybe Tuesday, Wednesday next week. We'll finally start diving into it. Uh, story number one, uh, are you allowed? Like, I'm, like, would I do the same thing? Probably. Like, if we were doing a station event, I'm driving home like VFX fan, straight home. I got a home alarm. But are you allowed as a cop to do that? Like, ah, I was just double checking. I was just taking the, ra- the scenic route to get the helicopter I, back to I, the station. I was just double checking. That's fine, right? I'm sure they were like, yeah, go get them. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm stopping crying. It's part of the job, right? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Now that I've talked myself into it, is it story number one? It is. Congratulations. Yeah. We got you hooked up with the last four pack for the Jurassic Quest going on at the Salt Palace. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Sounds great. How is it that a dude has 217 prior convictions or 20, whatever it was, 200 plus prior convictions and there's like nothing known about him? This is in Ireland. So, they they were all knife related. <laughs> I dude guess. just loves him some knives. Three for production of other elements, implements, and a number of assaults and fifty nine theft. Wow! Congratulations, Shelby. She wins Florida not on VFX. What is one of the most annoying things that he, in human nature that we suffer from? Existing. Uh, that is t- totally true, but oh. it's when uh, you go to type your password in, it says incorrect password, oh, and then you say yeah. change password, so then you change it to what you thought it was, mm-hmm. and then it says, sorry, you must pick a new password, that. Now, that's just annoying because it's inconvenient and you get mad because you think the computer's playing a joke on you. Now just imagine that you forgot your password and you lost $6 billion. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, cryptocurrency is an unmitigated nightmare as far as I'm concerned. It is, uh, with all the, I don't want to say jokes, some of them may be legit, but with all the constant options that have come out, it's tough to keep track of. AJ and McCall at VFX, right? Everybody at the beginning of the year was freaking out about, uh, Dogecoin, mm-hmm. right? Because Elon Musk was going to make his SNL appearance and he was like, ha, joke's on you and then trashed it. Yes. Right? And I was mad because I bought money. I got you. So get this. So someone apparently bought uh, $8,000 worth of a one of the cryptocurrencies called uh, Shiba Unu, right? Yeah, uh, which is like Dogecoin, but not. Yeah, it's like a, it's a parody Inu. of a parody, basically. Yeah, Shiba Inu, which is the dog that is Doge. So uh, apparently they bought that and then set it and forget it, whatever, and, and hope that it would turn around. Well, uh, this year, this week, excuse me, uh, at some point that investment was worth about $6 billion. Woo! Six billion. Problem is, person who's in charge of it can't figure it out. Oh no! Can't, does not know what their password is. That's... Uh, they didn't cash in. Why would you not? Apparently, it's gone down, but it's still worth over four billion. So, person can still do it. And th- that their thought is, dude, just must not have his password. Yeah. Which is crazy because this is not the same guy in San Francisco who lost seven thousand uh, bitcoins right earlier. Th- I believe it was early this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'd be worth $400 million, but still, that is a pretty penny. And all of a sudden, you're like, exclamation point, question mark. What version is this? SpongeBob text. A password. A password is the difference between someone and $4 billion right now. That's nuts. That's insane. That's nuts. It makes me think of those commercials that come on all the time, right, where it's like, uh, does this... Is there money that's in the state of Utah that could be yours? And I'm like, call us know. down, we'll find it. And then you log on and you look and it's like, oh my gosh, I got $10. And it's like, wow, $10. See, that's the happy version of the story because I'm always like, no, why would there be money that's mine? This is stupid. It's crazy because there is. Like, we've looked it up before. Dustin's looked it up for his own, like, self. There's, like, unclaimed money from, like, him or people around him. It's crazy. There you go. See, now apparently we're all sitting on unclaimed funds. Some of us gold mines, some of us, here's lunch. Maybe we should check this out. Double check all your passwords, too. You don't want this to happen to you. Heaven forbid there's $4 billion sitting behind a screen waiting for you, and you just can't remember. Use an exclamation point, a question mark, your first cat's name, your mom's last name, whatever it is. You just can't remember. Stupid Google Chrome. I told you to remember all my passwords. Not that one, though. (sighs) I guess not that one.
I am ready because we are in the holiday season. Another part of the holiday season is flavors. And I am ready to uh, take a step back on my criticism of the holiday flavors. If it means eliminating the experimentation that has become an abomination. We're in the holiday season and part of being in the holiday season is the flavors associated with them, right? So Mm -hmm. pumpkin spice, we're about to exit that and head towards peppermint. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you get a little bit of mint. St. Patrick's Day, another one of the big ones. But here's the thing. AJ McCall VFX. It's become a sign, right? Oh, peppermint everything. Oh, pumpkin everything. Oh, you basic white girl. And I've been on that train of making fun of people for engaging in that. I'm backing off. I will accept it. They're comforting. They're associated with the holiday. And they're pleasant. Like, regardless of whether you you'd ha- consume pumpkin everything or not, pumpkin spice is nice. Peppermint is nice. I'm willing to do anything. I will apologize. I will drink peppermint anything to... Get us away from this idea of experimenting with flavors that don't need to be experimented with. Okay. The latest candy canes that are flavored like hot dog. For what? That's a great question. Why? Why Why? are we like, yeah, you know what? This is is what we need. No, we don't. We don't need this. A novelty company is selling them in six packs (laughs) and sold out already. Yeah, because they probably said, we have limited offers because they accidentally only made three packages. You know that's I what happened. Just, just look, I'm done. I will not make fun of pumpkin spice people, which I did this year. I apologize. I won't make fun of the peppermint people. Just stop. Stop doing stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Like this is the, there are probably, there, there are, there are definitely much more unpleasant flavors but could you imagine a candy cane, which is supposed to be either sweet or minty? That is the rule. That's what candy canes are. They are candy, and you put it in your mouth, and it is hot dog. That's disgusting. Just vomit. I, I love hot dogs, but vomit. Yeah, that's terrible. It is the cruelest prank that can be played on anyone, and we need to stop. Yeah. Just because we can make things flavors doesn't mean we should. And yes. the fact that this sold out just shows there's monsters in this world. Because they want it to stay around. Speaking of the monsters that exist in this world, they oftentimes show themselves in park narcs. Oh, yes. Park better, you jerks. So, still time to vote. Pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX, the competitors for this week's worst parking in Cache Valley. We will get to... You know, the really interesting thing to see for uh, Park Narks, when we tally up the votes here in just a little bit and find out which of the Parkers is the worst in Cash Valley this week, AJ McCall at VFX, will be if there is a bias against the motorcycle, because this is the first time we've had a vehicle that, uh, first time we've had a bike that made Park Narks, mm-hmm. because is there biased against um, rot- rotary bikes, Station- non- non-motorized bikes in the Valley? I would say, yeah, well, everywhere, <laughs> yeah. honestly, most places. So does it carry over to motorcycles now that they featured? And this guy, of course, hogs a whole car parking spot. Not only that, it's a special need parking spot for nominee number one. I mean, does that carry it? Does that carry him through to the end of the year tournament by winning this week? I think it, it's it got to. Is that who your vote is? Could that be it? Could that be it? I. Yeah, I think it is. So I think that one's the most annoying to me. Are you just getting numb? Are you getting numb from all the parking on stripey rectangles? You're just calling it a day for Basically, a little bit. Basically, yeah. It's like, <laughs> meh. See, but like nobody was going to park in the stripey rectangle anyway. Like it's true. That's the part that I think is the, the the inconvenience to other humans is I think what is right outweighing that. that because the with motor- the yep. with the motorcycle in that nominee, yeah, nominee number one, number one I, I feel like. Obviously, it's restricting it so that if somebody did have the special needs pass to park in that spot, they're like now circling the parking spot, parking lot to try and find another spot. It's true. So I, I think anyone who's been in that situation is contemplating, like, if I just move it, like, yeah, just let me pick it up and slide it. Yeah, even just roll it, right? It'll be fine. I'm not going to drop it. I don't want to damage it. I just want to move it. Of course. Well, nominee number two parked in a very large stripy rectangle that we just concluded is looks like it's used for loading. Yeah. Because it's way bigger than the normal ones we have seen in our Park Narc nominees where they're right next to uh, the special needs spot to give those vehicles a little extra space. So McCall says number one carries it. I'm kind of curious because we did, I can tell you, someone else submitted a motorcycle nominee, uh, I think Monday, right after we we 
had history, right? This is the first one that's not been a car or, or SUV or truck of some sort. So uh, I think it sweeps it, too, just because it's different, and I think the bias carries. But our votes don't count. Yours do. Tell us which parking spot annoys you the most. It's pinned to the top of our Facebook page, VF Utah's VFX. Everyone's favored. You get to confess, get the guilt off your chest, and maybe chuckle along as you hear people say, that's crazy. But, you know, you get to stay anonymous, right? So you have to feel yeah. totally embarrassed. Oh, yeah, of course. Cash Valley Secrets. What is that secret that's just dying to get out? You don't want the guilt to ruin your weekend, especially because it's a holiday weekend. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. It's Cash Valley Secrets. Like, whenever I receive any kind of unwanted advertisement on Facebook, Twitter, etc., I report them as sexually inappropriate. Not sure if it makes any difference, but it makes me feel better, and it's their problem now. Oh, my gosh. You're the worst. (laughs) You're the actual worst. It's not great. No, it's terrible. <laughs> we collect these confessions throughout the week. Anonymously, 68255. The number to text start your text VFX. You can, of course, always message Utah's VFX on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, during my first job as a waiter at a local hotel, if I had a snobby guest, I would uh, deliberately stand back a little from the table while serving and then dribble a little bit of sauce over their legs. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> How many, times that's you, weird. how many times can you really get away with that? Especially if it's... Uh, one. Well, that's it. <laughs> one time. Make that's all like you can do. Times. Oh, man. That's awful. Uh, when I was 12, I would go to a library and rip the last page out of as many books as no. possible. Thinking back now and realizing I was really jerk thing to do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was. How dare you? Could you imagine? You're reading, no. right? You're flipping through. You're in a great book and you're like, yes. Yes, and then you get to the end, and you're like, wait, no, there's some, that that can't be the ending, there's got to be more, and then the last page has been torn out, and you're like, <laughs> well, here's the good news, there, there is a little, a little bit of good news here, right, the internet exists, so now people can go find the last page. Thank goodness, now, yeah, and back when back this person then, was 12, yeah, that sucks, I don't think so, pretty shady. Uh, over the summer, I, uh, ooh, a long confession. Over the summer, I got to work, uh, in a doctor's office. I walked in and without thinking, I asked the doctor, hey, how'd you find such a fit receptionist on such short notice? It was his 20 year old daughter who was on break from university. Oh my gosh. At least you didn't say anything mean. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. The skepticism of your voice makes it sound like that wasn't as much of a silver lining as I hoped. Yeah. That's bad. Oh, Cash Valley Secrets with AJ McCall on VFX. Last one, I once told a cashier she couldn't sell the last copy of Modern Warfare 2 to a kid because it was an 18-rated game, then bought it for myself. I could still remember a look of disgust and the kid started crying. Oh, my gosh. What? That's terrible. That so Aw. I mean, it's not technically wrong, but Poor it's kid. so Poor kid. Aw. He was protecting the kid. It's an 18 rating game. It's violent. Yeah. That's so sad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, Cash Valley Secrets. Like that. See, all those people feel better. We get to laugh. We're not, we're laughing with them, right? Not at yeah. them. Yeah. Mostly, I'm just like baffled at this point. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, I'm kind of a party pooper. AJ McCall on VFX. So uh, we talked about this week about how, uh, you know, the age that people stop or stop wanting to give candy to trick-or-treaters and then trick-or-treaters kind of want to get away from trick-or-treating, right? They mm-hmm. they kind of like, nah, that's lame. It's a baby thing to do. Uh, well, apparently, and just in time, because it's the last weekday, of course, before the holiday, we got a message from a parent who's oh. now dealing with a kid who's like, no, 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 mom, I want to do it by myself. Oh, okay. So we addressed on hand the question of uh, when do kids kind of get tired of trick-or-treating and when should you not hand out candy? The answer was never. You should always hand out candy. Forever, amen. AJ McCall on VFX. And yeah, forever and ever, amen. Completely agree. So then we got this message, ironically enough, I think a discussion was sparked via the AJ McCall show at someone's house. But inevitably, right, kids at some point want to snap away from the parents a little bit, right? We want to do yep. our own thing. Parents are kind of lame. No offense, Come parents, on, Mom. But it, it, it all happens, right? It happens to the best of us. Sorry. It does. 
AJ, dear AJ McCall, so my daughter wants to go out with her friends trick-or-treating alone. She's 11. I think that's too young. She said it's embarrassing to have me tag along with them, (sighs) but I don't feel comfortable with her going alone. My wife thinks it's fine since we live in a, you know, this small community and she'll be in a big group. My daughter, I think, though, is way too young to go trick-or-treating with adult without adult supervision. I've put my foot down and said no, and now my daughter's mad at me. What yes. age is it okay for a child to go trick-or-treating without parents? I think it really does depend on the community and where it is that you're going. Cause like for me, where I'm at, I know there's gonna be like seven and eight year olds that are just running around in my neighborhood coming and getting candy. So I I think it just kind of depends on uh, where you're at, where your locality and and things are. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. Cause like initially I read 11. I'm like, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not here. I'm like, yeah, there's some places that it's like, yeah. And it depends on where you're going too. I mean, if you're going to be going like two blocks or three blocks away, Meh, whatever. If you're in a big group, meh. Can you compromise it? Just be like, you can do it. You can do it. But, but I have to wander at least 50 feet behind you. Like, I'll be there, but not be there. You know, the, I don't know. The, the, parent, the, the parents shoot, as it were. I guess. But look, look, I started babysitting at like 10 years old. Okay. If, if I'm old yeah. enough to be able to handle three Good children point. and watch three children for an evening... You know, I mean, yeah. yeah, no, I agree. I agree. If you're able to watch the show, because the other side is, do you think I ultimately do you think you're 11 year old? And I know like kids who knows who knows what their friends are like. Right. But do you think your 11 year old's really going to get into like trouble, trouble, like mischief or vandalism or any of that? I don't know. Because if you think so, not. then absolutely not. If <laughs> right. You, if you think not, she's a good girl and she's tricked you, then, you know, you, you let her go. <laughs> I think ultimately I feel Cash Valley as a whole. Yeah. Is probably fine as long as it's a solid group of kids. But, you know, maybe you have checkpoints. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a phone now. Maybe check in every once in a while. Just turn on the, just get your life 360 on. Turn it on. Call it good. Track them around. I have no children. So, you know, obviously my opinion is biased at this point. But I don't know. These are the last years probably for your 11-year-old to want to go trick-or-treating. Probably true. So yeah, I think based on normal ad, yeah, couple years and probably out. Yeah, yeah. When did you ever go trick or treating with just your friends? Um, no, because we always did like trunk or treat. So I don't, I don't know that I ever went by myself. I I was content to just go with my siblings and be cool with it. And then when I was done, I was done. I mean, yeah. As as far as that goes, like I'd go with my friends around the church parking lot. Because everybody would trunk uh, see, or treat I there. Don't, I don't trust McCall. <laughs> I don't trust McCall walking around the church parking lot. <laughs> no, I know. I'm sorry. No, parental probably probably just gonna times, go over and steal somebody's car. That's true. <laughs> Try. See ya. See you. See you later. No, I, I. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's one of the last years that they're gonna want to go trick or treating. So maybe you do like a twofer type of a situation. Like yes, you can, but we're gonna go first as a family or something. That's not a bad idea. Um, speaking of scary, so we've talked, I think, before about funeral pictures, and we will get into this discussion because criticism of one Instagram model got so bad she quit Instagram. Oh boy! So if that's your career path and you're like pass, that's saying I think a lot. Maybe it's a Halloween thing. I don't know though. Who goes to a funeral and thinks I need to get a selfie with that coffin? Like, no. Like no one's gonna believe that I was here. Unless I have photographic proof. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debated date on VFX. But an Instagram model apparently had her father pass away, posed with the coffin, uh, jacket on, jacket off, as she wore a blazer over the ensemble that she wore, and she posted on Instagram, to which, of course, she got a ton of hate, to the point, as a defined, a, a self-described Instagram model, she deactivated her account. Now... <laughs> Okay. There are two very large points that I want to make here. The first is, again, I don't understand how you can get in the mindset yeah. of wanting to do that. I'm, to be honest, for me, taking a picture whatsoever on that day is just not something I would ever think of. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess 
Yes, you could. You would take pictures on that day just as like a memory, like with the family, if you were with your family or whatever. Like if it's a family passing, then yes. I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't be a. I wouldn't be against that. Like if you did right. that, I wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, how dare you? How, yes, right. Those would be my exact words. I agree. Uh, but I think ultimately, like as much as it's not even for me, like it wouldn't be about taking a picture because taking a picture doesn't. Taking a picture, I think, is the exact same is furthering the exact same reason we're here. We we have memories, not mm-hmm. enough time actually spent together. So let's actually make time to make lunch. But I'm with it. You take, whatever. You take time uh, pictures with family. I'm good with it. Okay. Point two. Well, I do not agree that this was a good idea. Can we tone it back, Internet? No. Like just leave leave her alone. Uh, yeah. Is it disrespectful? That's great. But why is it that the biggest problem with the Internet is that just because you're on the internet doesn't mean that everyone needs to hear your opinion, right? Like, yeah, you can give her some crap about it if she asks a question or you know her, but the fact that she got to the point that she had to get off Instagram when it's seemingly her one of her main sources of income probably means that the internet went entirely too hard on this lady. Yes. Just, we don't know the relationship with her father. Ultimately, I like uh, uh, someone commented on a post I found on the uh, Googling more information about it. Uh, maybe her dad once upon a time joked about how he wouldn't be caught dead modeling on some stupid social media. It was an inside joke between the two of them. So she did it just to prove him wrong. You don't know. Right. Maybe that, that kind of sense of humor. Bottom line is you don't know the relationship she had with her father. Maybe he said, hey, you know, this is what you do. It's great. I would love at some point to do so. And then she got so busy and she didn't. So she made sure to get him on her feet at least once. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Internet, calm down. <laughs> Internet doesn't know how. Internet does not know how. I, I don't. I don't even have words for the way that the internet be sometimes. It's fair. It's fair. Again, the fact that again an Instagram model had to deactivate her account when it's a search of income just says how bad. She's like, no, nope, I can't do this. I can't do this. Bring, bring, comment, comment, comment. Angry face emoji. Comment. You're really attractive. There's always one of those. Always comment. Oh boy. Actually, the really the biggest issue uh, when it comes to pictures uh, that I stumbled across actually came from a friend of mine. So I didn't know this. I shouldn't be surprised, though, in this day and age that, you know, there, of course, are after effects. I think there's always been after effects for quite some time, even for school pictures. But, like, they are more technologically advanced now. And my friend is super mad about it because apparently nobody asked. Uh, Words? No, I just feel bad now because I'm thinking back to be like, (laughs) nobody asked. And to be honest, it came across not the way I wanted to. But let's be honest, if you have friends that are married or kids and you are not married or have kids, it is a little bit unsolicited most of the time, isn't it? Isn't it? AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debate today. Look, I knew After Effects existed a little bit because I worked in the newspaper my senior year at high school and they touched up stuff. I knew that, right? I knew. But apparently, like, you know, all this stuff now can be run through your, your kids' pictures, which makes complete sense to me. Like, it's accessible. Why would it not? Yeah. My friends and her parents, however, were very unhappy to find out that that was the case because they said, look, we get it. Let's make the picture look great or whatever. But we just want our kid to be pictured as our kid. We can worry about all that stuff. They'll worry about all that stuff. They have a daughter. Later, just picture Picture of our kid. We don't want it touched up, and we're upset that no one asked us about doing it. Okay. So the question is, would you feel the same? Yes and no, because I feel like even with my own like high school pictures back in the way day, and even before that, I feel like they were still touched up slightly. I think so. Like, same I thing think with it's like, natural to clear yeah. up. Some stuff. Well, and the same thing with like your JC Penny pictures when you used to go in and go sit down and take pictures of JC Penny's, right? I know it's a throwback, okay? If, if it's true though, my mom, I kid you not, had one that was the size of my torso. The size of my torso now. I'm over six feet tall. She had one over her fireplace that we had done. I feel like, I mean, I had like one set of pictures done at JC Penny. I remember I was wearing like a denim outfit and it was really cute. I wish I could find it now so I could actually wear it as a grown up. Not in that size, but like in an adult size, I think it would be adorable. So anyway, I look at it and it's, it's touched up, but with like the touch up filters that you can just automatically put on on Instagram right now that you up it and you just look fuzzy. You look like a fuzzy face. It's like that. 
It's like, that's the best touch-up thing that they had back then. Just right. put a yeah, film yeah, over yeah, it, yeah, call yeah, it good. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I don't have a kid. I, 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 it's hard for me to say that I don't necessarily agree with them because I'm in line, I think, a lot with the, the, my best friends, and I don't know why I wouldn't necessarily agree with them in terms of smaller things, at least when it comes to kids. But part of me is also like, I feel like the people taking the pictures are trying to do you solid because, like, how hard has it got to be to get nice pictures of kids to the age of, I don't know, late elementary school? I hated taking pictures as a kid. My mom was all about them. Oh, man. I love taking pictures as a kid. I, I just love the attention, so. Right. And I, I'm sure... Like, the, the people touching them up are just trying to do sobbing. Like, here is the, the best version of your kids so that you can have at least one good one, right? One good one. It's not a candid one. We're not here to do candid ones because it's school photos. You can have those and the yeah. moments and all that. You'll find those. We're trying to give you the best professional one ever so you can just have that one. Mm-hmm. And in that case, I'm like, it's hard for me to think if I was in the same situation, I'd be mad about it. Unless it was like like the ridiculous stuff, like when they go back and show what like magazine covers do to celebrities. Like if you did something like that, and you're like, all of a sudden we right. took off ten pounds. I'm like, okay, hold on a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, because I think it's more so just like, oh, sorry, we got rid of the spaghetti stain on their face because they're sloppy eaters. <laughs> like, I, I, I can. That's all I can imagine. I don't think they're going through and putting on fake eyelashes and blush and doing the rouge the thing. Of the cheeks. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. Trimmed up some double chin there. No, <laughs> they're children. <laughs> like, I, yeah, but anybody can fake a double chin. Oh well, yeah. I, yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm mad too because that's how you gotta be with your best friends. Like, what? This is ridiculous. I figured, all right, let's ask on the show and see. Parrot six eight two five five. The number to text. Start your text with VFX. Would it upset you to find out that they were touching up a fair amount school pictures? Yesterday, we got into discussion a little bit about a relocation package that exists in my home state of Indiana because outside of the cash, there were some other interesting incentives. And I'm kind of curious if this went the other way, right? Because now so much more work is done remotely. If all of a sudden, Logan, Providence, Cashville as a whole said, residents, we need your help. Oh. If someone moves in next to you requiring just one thing, just one thing, would you do it? I don't know. AJ McCall on VFX. So there's this town in Indiana called Greensburg, and they want to move some remote work- workers there, and they want people to be super comfortable because, of course, you're not really moving there to take advantage of any of the work things in the town or the town itself. It's just about being comfortable and being in a situation that's beneficial while you, of course, you know, work from home. So they decide, okay, $5,000 cash, bottom line. we got to get that out there. But also, what else do they need? Maybe their kids are kind of annoying. All right, we're going to have standing grandparents to watch your kids. But also, we're going to make sure you have friends so you feel welcome. So your neighbors are going to invite you over for home-cooked meals. We'll get you some gym memberships, get you out to the farmer's market, some theater tickets. Call it good, right? Yeah. None of the things I've described is exaggerated whatsoever. Those are all included in this relocation package. My question is, because we talked about it a little bit yesterday, just how interesting it was, and possibly trading, having the discussion of trading some of those uh, now uh, invites over to your neighbors for maybe some spring barbecues. But if Cash Valley did the other did it the other way, all of a sudden Cash Valley's like, yeah, we want to put together an incentive package to get remote workers to move up here so we can get that tax dollars, et cetera. And they're like, all right, here's what we need, Cash Valley. Someone moves into you. We'll, we'll be in contact, so keep an eye on your email. But if someone moves in next to you, we need you to invite them over bare minimum three times. And we don't need we don't need one of those like, hey, make your own taco bars. We need the nice stuff. We need the steaks, the barbecues. You need to kind of pull out the gusto a little bit. We're trying to impress these people. Would you hold up your end of the bargain? I mean, I would hope to. I like being friends with my neighbors for the most part. <laughs> There's a big wild card there, not knowing who, whatsoever who these kind of people are. Yes. Once I figure out what kind of people they are, I'll, I'll decide whether or not I want to be their friends. <laughs> Cash Valley, I mean, we're cool and all, so probably, I would probably do it. But, like, if we have two, can we rotate back and forth? Like, I take a month, the other neighbor takes the other month. Just to see. Maybe I like them. Maybe, maybe like, you know what, I'll, I'll take all three months. They're cool. Maybe you'll just be best friends. You just, maybe. You never know. It's possible. But the thing is, so, the weirdest thing about that to me is, one, in the 21st century, unless you're in a smaller area, I think neighbor relations have obviously gone down and down and down and down the, the longer we've gone in time. Yeah. But 
Would it make more sense, not this time of year necessarily, but would it make more sense to do like a block party or like a like neighborhood shindig, like a potluck? Dude, I don't even know if people do. Do people even do block parties? Ah, maybe I've, maybe it's just things I see in movies. I I often assume that that's just real world. So could be true, could be not. But I mean, what a great excuse to have one though. Yeah, yeah. Like we're just gonna have all of the neighborhood. We, we already booked it off. You guys are gonna be good. Everybody brings something, and then you know, then then it's less awkward, right? Because then there's less tension about the one on one. That's the thing. The more people you add, the easier it is to kind of function because then you don't have to. You don't have to worry about the lulls. Someone will pick up the conversations here and there. Yeah. At the end of the day, though, and this is a testament, Cash Valley, if you called on me to invite my neighbor over because we're trying to put together a relocation package, I would hold up my end of the deal. Yay! <sighs> Begrudgingly, but I would do it. Uh, last thing, no poll today today. Actually, just one really big tip for Halloween. We've talked about candy. We've talked about ODing on candy. We've talked about the age of trick-or-treating, but there's one very important thing that needs to be kept in mind for tomorrow night, especially if you're not home. Six minutes on VFX. One very crucial detail, one very crucial tip for this eve uh, for tomorrow evening, excuse me. And this evening. Yeah. AJ and McCall on VFX because you know what? Conserve energy. But if you're gonna oh, yeah. leave the house. And you're not going to be available, which you're entitled to. You can go have a Halloween party. You can go spend time with family. You can just go do literally anything else because you don't want people bothering you. Yeah. Turn off the lights. Yes. Yeah. And please, please follow the uh, the light rule. For some reason, I don't understand. Like, if there are no lights on, you don't knock on the door. No. And for some reason, people fail to realize, hey, there are no lights on. Wonder if I should go knock on the door. No! Better safe than sorry. Don't knock on the door. The lights are off. Don't go. Look, I, for legal reasons, and because I don't want to lose my job, cannot give the power to do anything of vandalism or destruction. But for every house the trick-or-treaters knock on tomorrow night, that the lights are not off and there is no candy, we will send a very strongly worded memo to you, and if you have one, to your HOA. No, but seriously, just to remember, uh, if it's probably annoying, just as annoying for you if your lights are on and someone knocks, and then you're caught in this awkward position where you're like, uh, you want a box of cereal? I got nothing. I got, uh, I got chips. Just make sure that the lights are off. Yes. And if you're going to bolt from the house, again, totally entitled, not anybody, nobody's here pleading, hey, everybody stay home. No, you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Just please, 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 please have the lights off. Don't confuse the trick-or-treaters. And be safe tomorrow evening. Obviously, I know trunk or treats kind of the predominant thing here, but also there'll be lots of wee ones running around, right? Yeah. Be cognizant of that. Please. Please and thank you. AJ McCall on VFX. The big question this week in Park Narks was will bicycle, will motorcycle bias <laughs> sneak into this terrible parking job? Because they motorcycle nominee number one parked in a special needs spot right at the front of the building in the middle of the night yep nominee number two is parked in the stripy rectangle but a very 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 large stripy rectangle uh, on top of that it looks like it's double check here it looks a little overcastish, and a it lot does. of those windows are down yeah it does just responsible through and through killing it so and proud honestly that probably is what carried it because it was actually an overwhelming majority really picked number two wow that's really surprising to me maybe just maybe the reason why nominee number one didn't win because I was really surprised that nominee didn't number one didn't win maybe it's because people were like oh well maybe it is like the middle of the night but maybe it's also like 5 30 because you know the sun's going down on my side of town lonesome feeling Uh, Maybe maybe those same people are like, I'll just move it. I can move that. It's not really going to hinder me (laughs) if I want to park there. Just go pick it up. Maybe. Maybe Skirt it to the side. So congratulations to Narker number two, the person who took the picture. They're going to win. Of course, that could be you. Just safely take a picture of terrible parking when you see it anywhere in the valley and submit it to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram, Utah's VFX. We're closing October, obviously, this week, which means we're getting near the end of the year, which means we're getting near the end of the year tournament yes. for Park Narcs, which comes with grander and grander prizes. Correct. So you see terrible parking safely. Take a picture. Send it to Utah's VFX, Facebook, 
on Twitter, on Instagram. And of course, if you have any questions, you can always just reach out to us there as well. Oh, yeah. Pretty sure an unprecedented first for VFX's Facebook roulette between AJ and McCall because it is a competition. But I am going to concede before we even get started <laughs> because I know for a fact. Dude. That McCall found the absolute funniest post today because I found it later after she showed it to me and I shared it. So, and it. It's, it's the, the funniest best. thing the I've ever seen best. today. I'm, I'm sure maybe, maybe last six months. It's, it's a easily. good one. It's a good one for the while. Okay. Yes. So what did you land on? I picked I picked the, the same the thing. The same one? I, went, I found it of another friend. A different and so version? I shared it. Yes. Yeah. So. so Go ahead. Conceding. No, I'm conceding. You win. Okay. So I landed on a meme from myself because I found it earlier and then I stole it. Uh, I don't even know where I stole it from, but I stole it. So it says, hmm, what do humans have on their shelves? Barbecue sauce sounds about right. Zuckerberg standing there announcing that Facebook is now meta, which is the most meta thing that's ever happened. And he's uh, standing there explaining it. And yes, there is Sweet Baby Ray's on the shelf in the... In the background, there's pictures, which I love, by the way. I'm looking at these pictures and I'm like, why is there like one picture with another picture like directly in front of it? That's what humans do. It's very close. It's like Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce next to books next to bowls because that's kitchens. Yeah, that's how kitchens. I love the barbecue selection of choice, but I mean, it just makes me think of the Parks and Rec where Ben runs the campaign. And then they th- they think that can- the senator's a robot, and they're like, let's go eat batteries. I need human food. <laughs> that's exactly it, dude. Oh, that's what I can see. It's the best one. Wait it's till you see it. so funny. Going on Utah's VFX. If you haven't followed us yet, do so. It's worth it. Steal it. Share it. It's yes, good. Yes, it's, it's so good. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. Uh, those going on the ghost hunt with the other realm tonight, we will see you uh, 1030 at the Whittier Center. Uh, the doors facing the playground is where we're supposed to meet up. We're looking forward to that. If uh, you can't make it tonight, but you're going on a different time or have gone with a different time, awesome. Yes. Glad to uh, see that as well. And uh, everybody, try not to get possessed before the weekend is out. Please. Just a little bit of um, unless life it's, advice. Unless that's on like your Halloween, like... Bingo card, then enjoy. I suppose. I guess. Anywhere friends with me. Yeah. Anytime you miss the podcast, anytime you miss the show, you can find it in a podcast. Yeah. Just search for AJ and McCall. Same thing with the social media. Just search AJ and McCall. Mm-hmm. So until November. That's weird. For the AJ and McCall show. I'll see you next month. Don't <laughs> do anything we wouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for listening to VFX.